1: My All right, everyone, that is Jeff Pitchell's Fat guy you've been listening to. Not and really, it... but okay. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> that means it's time for not just blowing smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio Headquarters here in Hooksit, New Hampshire. Be sure to subscribe to us on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts from. I am Paul, a.k.a. Pablo Maduro. Your eyes are not deceiving you. I am not Pastor Padrone. The pastor decided he needed a break from us. So he and his family are taking this week off. I'm joined by my co-host Dave and direct from Drew Estate... Mr. Nick Laramie himself. Nick Laramie Lick- How are you, my friend?
2: I'm doing well. How are you guys doing?
1: Good. Good. Thanks for joining us uh, this week. We really appreciate it since it's just Dave and I. Nick's, uh, Nick's working tonight, so he couldn't make it. And like I said before, the pastor's on vacation. And uh, yeah. Dave and I were uh, frantically looking for people to uh, to join us tonight. And so we... going to be replacement Nick. <laughs> you are replacement Nick. Number two,
2: Nick. <laughs> I'm so, not a number. I'm a free man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so tonight, uh, Nick is, has brought not just one cigar. He has brought two cigars with us tonight. We're going to be doing the Undercrowned Dogma Maduro. And Nick was good enough to bring an aged one. Let's say it was about two years old. Yeah, it's two years old. <laughs> two years old and also one from 2021. Um, so, Nick, do you want to discuss discuss a little bit about the uh, the Undercrown Dogma
2: absolutely so this the dogma was originally a pair, uh a collaboration with uh, Cigar Dojo which is you know it's a it's an app it's a, like a social circle it's a social media almost site um, their slogan is never smoke alone and I always thought that was kinda clean so they uh, they put out the dogma several years ago and like immediately sold it out but then we never saw it on social media for a couple years and all of a sudden out of nowhere these aged dogmas were just showing up all over social media really and so we decided to redo it I think three years ago and they've changed the packaging slightly each each one and that's to me in a way that's an easy way to tell which year it's from so these ones are from when we had it in a brown packaging the, the aged ones you have but then, since then, we had it in the the blue pitaka of ten, and yeah. then this year we've finally decided to treat it right and put it in a box.
1: Nice, so, yeah. yeah. We're we're still uh, we're still dealing with the blue pitaka. Yeah, <laughs> we got yeah. we got a few left. Well, then you
2: then you got some aged ones, they and did. and now you can tell people to do it side by side and <laughs> check it out and see see if they can taste the differences. I mean, at least we know one thing's for sure: is the humidor's are done right here. So.
1: Oh yes, they are. Yes, they are so um you want to talk a little bit about the the makeup of the cigar a
2: little bit absolutely so it is a san andreas wrapper Ooh.
1: um, i love san andreas
2: which they used um well i'll get into that in a minute and a marafina binder which is the same as some of the league brazilian marafina you would be correct sir and Nicaraguan and Dominican binders, and or Nicaraguan and Dominican filler tobaccos. So, very good. The uh, the reason that they used the San Andreas, and the reason we use the slogan "Born on the Factory Floor" for Undercrown, is because for a time there, and actually currently, we just don't have enough Connecticut broadleaf to make Liga 9. And we found that when we went to the factory, they were smoking a lot of it. They were rolling their own (laughs) and smoking their own blend. And there wasn't enough for the uh, people and the end consumers. So we told them, look, you can use any of these leaves, any of these leaves. You can make your own blend with these, but you can't use the Connecticut broadleaf because it's just too expensive and we need it for the market. And so this was the blend they came up with. and yeah. So literally just it's as a tribute to the rollers and a tribute to the people that work really hard at our factories, we decided to release it. And it's become, I mean, it's in its 10th year now, the Undercrown brand. So we've released the Underground 10 this year as well.
1: Yeah, which is an absolutely fantastic, uh, fantastic cigar. Is, is everyone here? I know, well, I know you've had it, I've had it. Have you tried it? I haven't it yet? even seen it. You haven't even seen it?
3: No. You guys, got kind of a share. Oh, man, Dave. Well, we, all, well, we, only got, killers, we only
1: no. got a couple of boxes of it, so, I mean, it went pretty quickly. Oh, so I didn't think it's gone already. Well, it, it, oh, yeah, it's oh, gone man. already. But I got to say that that was probably my favorite. Hook a brother
3: up, Nick. <laughs> he's like, he's like no I, mean, I, I, <laughs> I smoked
2: them all. I may know a guy that has a couple. <laughs>
1: Dave, I'll make sure I give you one tonight. I actually have two with me. I will. I will. I, for the work, see, now that Pass is on vacation, Dave has to more than make up for the days that he would that Pastor would be here. So he's pretty much been working straight through all week. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead to, at the sh- at the close. My of last tonight, day I'll off was a-, uh,
3: a
2: week ago. Yeah, yeah. But
1: yeah. well, we we appreciate Night. all the hard work you're doing, Dave. <laughs> while Pastor's on vacation.
2: Um, I was going to say I might have one in my car. I can.
1: Well, either Nick or I will give you one. How's that? We'll figure it out. Rock, paper, scissors it out. Yeah,
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's how we're going to measure
0: this?
2: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, before we uh, go any further, I just want to talk a little bit about our pairing tonight. So tonight we have this bottle, this beautiful bottle. This is the 724 Woodford Reserve Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey and it is a very, very smooth, wonderful bourbon. I, I've forgotten how wonderful this bourbon really is, how smooth it is. You actually had a little bit of a story on that earlier tonight, we were talking about how... Oh, I just, smooth you know, operator. to me, my
2: my problem with Woodford is it goes down too smooth, and the more I drink, the more I want more, so it, uh, I bought one of those novelty oversized bottles because it was only five bucks more at the state liquor store, and so I... Of course like a sucker bought it and next like by the end of the weekend i looked over i'm like how is that thing gone already that's i don't drink that much really
0: (laughs) (laughs) apparently i did that weekend (laughs) yeah
1: no it's a very smooth nice fruit up front a little bit of uh spice in the background but just just incredibly well balanced it's a it's an absolutely fantastic bourbon, and this is the 724 barrel so uh again those of you who are uh ever come into our lounge or bar, definitely uh pick up a Undercrown Dogma Maduro and the Woodford uh reserve seven twenty four blend. I think you'll absolutely I think it's a fantastic pairing. Let's go around the room. Dave, uh what do you think so got far of the cigar and pairing?
3: Um well I'm getting some uh a little bit of caramel there, I feel like, in the cigar with some earth leather. The retro hail is uh, pretty smooth. A little bit of cream in this, too. A um, little bit of spice. There's some sweetness with that Brazilian Matafina, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and the pairing is just spot on. Yep, I'm enjoying it very much.
1: Nick?
2: Man, I, what can I say? I smoke these a lot. So, I, I mean, to <laughs> me, i it, it's kind of a go-to of mine. I actually really like the, uh, the Corona Viva size, which is a very similar blend to oh, this yeah. with the bumped-up Harrow in it. So, you know, mm-hmm. the, the regular Undercrown is wonderful, but the, the bumped-up Ligero and the Dogma and the Corona Viva really just, it's, it's fire. <laughs> so
1: so they use bumped up sorry, they bump it up with a little bit more La Hero in this yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep.
2: That's why I mean it just has a little more guts than the traditional Underground release.
1: Yeah, and you the one so we had a it's about maybe a year and a half ago. Nick was uh doing a Drew Estate event in Londonderry and we got talking about Underground and he goes, Have you ever smoked the Corona Viva? And I said, No, I have not smoked that size yet and he goes go buy one and try it and so i did and my god that was unbelievable talk about Ooh, a full body sure. blast yeah that it, was so so good
2: it, it shines in that size it, it does shines in that that you know just oh, yeah. it's the best size. everything else in under
1: <laughs> them but uh up until that point uh under the undercrown it pales in comparison to that you know yeah i mean it's it's just
2: different. I mean mm-hmm. to me it's it's one of those things like I don't have anything against the other sizes. It's just that to me I want I want it to have that oomph. I want it to have that little punch in the gut cuz I tend to like my cigars stronger if yes. I'm going that direction. Yeah. And I mean although lately I've been smoking the Undercrown Shade Corona pretty much one a day. So <laughs> maybe I maybe I'm maybe I'm out of order here, but <laughs> <laughs>
1: So for me, the, the cigar on its own, I, I pick up a lot of like uh, nice, subtle sweetness, uh, earth, a uh, little bit of leather, a little bit of spice. Mm-hmm. I think that Whitford is bringing out a little bit more of the sweetness for me mm-hmm. um, and the earth. I think it's a great uh, uh, complementary pairing. I think it's going very, very well with the cigar. It's not it's not overpowering it. I think this the smoothness of the Woodford is just right for the cigar. I think it's it's not uh it's it's a it's a perfect pairing to me. Um
2: see and I'm definitely getting some leathery notes, especially in the retro hail with almost a little bit of floral. Mm. Like right at the end of it. Mm.
1: It's a little I teeny get that hint floral. of floral. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's
2: not it's not overpowering. It's not like you stuck your nose in a a rose garden, but it's just a little hint of floral right within that leather
1: do you, do you retrohale much?
2: I do all the time. Do you
1: retrohale your cigars all yeah, the time?
2: Absolutely. I, yeah, absolutely. At least once or twice a cigar. Like, not every drag, but some more than others. Like, if I enjoy it, then I will. Yeah. I just try to keep myself from having a sneezing fit. Because, <laughs> you know, when I, every once in a while it'll happen, and you're like, no, uh, I was enjoying this so much, and now I'm sneezing. What about you, Dave?
3: Yeah, I, I, uh, I live with the retrohale. It's just, it has... And if I enjoy it then it's literally like uh every every haul. Really? Especially usually with the more often I'll hail with pipe tobacco. I feel like the hail with Virginia's is like so intoxicating. Or like uh um like a really good perique mixture or Oriental, you know, you get that, that floral retrohale that's just awesome. Yeah. You know? But cigars, uh are particularly um, like stronger cigars like this is yeah I retrohale a lot
1: see I have a tendency to retrohale more with smoking pipes than I do cigars I do retrohale some with cigars I, I don't know it's just, it's just a habit of mine to do more just a, a regular exhale and then the occasional retrohale but when I smoke pipe tobacco specifically on the show and we're doing all these blends and I do agree with you Virginia's um, anything with orientals uh, Perique um, I am retrohaling almost all, all time. the time, yep. all the time, because there's certain flavors that I'm going to get out of that, yeah. uh, out of the retrohale that you won't get on its own. And I totally agree with the same with the cigar too. That, you know, you'll get certain spices, you'll get certain uh, maybe the florals. Like the obviously, with a cigar, you're going to get a lot more floral on the retrohale than you would from a regular exhale. Um, and that's very important part of the cigar experience.
3: I'm I'm working on my son Thomas, who recently turned twenty-one. Yeah, and he uh he hasn't been able to retro hill yet so um, <laughs> well he's you know, he got to to you know, it out i mean how long have <laughs> you been smoking cigars boy? not long you know well obvious since march when he turned 21 you know so yeah um but uh yeah, he came into the lounge and yeah. they uh they had a little yeah uh, we got a we got a blitzed for our 21st birthday buddy <laughs> at, at the end of the night <laughs> he was like this he's like you know i i I talk normal, but I just can't stop my body from moving. <laughs> <laughs> I, I checked in a lot the next morning. He was all the way, like, like off his mattress against the wall with the blanket, like, around him like this. And it and it was so funny because he has long hair. It was, like, it was just, like, Cousin It just, like, <laughs> against the wall the blanket. It was so funny. I'm like, hey. You all right? He's like, I'm groggy. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you are, kid. It doesn't we get kept, better. But we kept the water going all night, so you yeah, know, that's... it wasn't yeah, you know, we were responsible as yeah. as far as irresponsibility goes. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't let him drive. No, no he was not driving. Yeah. So uh, no, it was. A, I you know the best part is I have it on video. So oh no. Yeah. Yeah he blow actually i was it. so proud of him he actually did a uh, the girls were giving him shots you know as well as he was having like you know bourbon and, and stuff like that and him and like one other kid was there and Bree gave them both a blow job at the shot and <laughs> and so the first kid did it and he couldn't he couldn't lift it up Without you know, doing nothing with his teeth, and Thomas did it on his first try, and I was like so proud. You know, yeah. he just bent over, grabbed the shot glass, and was like, "Oh!" And I was like, "Yeah!" I'm so proud. <laughs> Br- proud
2: dad moments. Proud dad moments. Awesome. Brought to you by <laughs> the 724 Lounge
0: and
1: Bar.
3: Mm. <laughs> yep.
1: So what do you say? Do you want to? Uh, Should we
3: spark up spark up
1: the H one now and see how it compares?
3: Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah.
1: So you say these are two years old now, Nick?
2: Yeah, these ones are two years old. They were from my little private stash.
1: Thank you for bringing this in. Found man. them
2: in the back, Uncle Nick's stash. <laughs> see a little yellow on the cello, but not much. Th- yellow on
3: the cello.
1: I think if Pass is watching, he's going to be a little jealous. Uh, he's
3: not watching. He's all right. Well,
1: it. he'll be jealous anyways when he gets yeah. home. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Here we thought does he even does he even know that we got Nick on?
1: I, we no one's heard anything. Though, yeah. All he week. And he which hasn't. is great because you know he needed he needed a break. He, he really, really did. Really did. I, I mean, you know, we listen. Everyone is entitled to a, a vacation every once in a while. Yeah. And you know, Dan works hard. He works hard at the job. You, you don't
3: know what, what stinks is when I go on vacation, I'm still gonna have to do the show. Well, we're going to have to find, maybe you can train Cause, train cause, uh, someone, train, train uh, the other Nick
1: to nobody else work can the be boards me. and all that, But God knows I won't. But likewise,
3: him. without Dan, we had no intro, which is the reason why we went yeah. straight to it, because Dan usually makes the intros, and I was like, I, re- I realized that like 20 minutes before the show started, like, oh, I don't have an intro. And he has all of the files on his laptop, <laughs> and I texted him, but of course he's on vacation, so he didn't answer. So yeah, whatever, uh, it well. is what it is. So I hope you guys forgive us for not having a our normal intro. Hey. I, I was trying to make one, but it just uh, we didn't have enough time.
1: We're just going to have fun tonight. You yep. know, it's not going to be the same structure as we normally would have it, but we're just going to have fun. And again, thank you, Nick, for uh, agreeing to be on hey. the show last yeah. minute and helping us out, and certainly for the cigars here tonight, my man. friend we thought it was just going to be Dave and I looking at each other all night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been fun.
2: You know, yeah. I don't doubt that you guys would end up having some fun and doing something cool too. So,
3: you know, I was I was thinking of an idea too. Like I was going to do it, like uh, just put the put the camera on like a pedestal and we just turn it around like it was that '70s show and they're all talking in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> With all the smoke around and everything, it would have been wicked funny.
3: Yeah, it would have been so upset. <laughs> make everybody really dizzy watching. Yeah. Like,
0: oh, come on, guys!
1: <laughs> but right off the bat, I'm getting a lot more spice and leather notes out of this.
3: Mm, the retro heel is a lot smoother.
1: Yes. Still get that floral sense though. Mm-hmm. Absolutely I'm it floral. For it. I,
3: haven't, I haven't.
1: Well, take your time, Dave. There it is. We're in no rush tonight. There it <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> we got all night. <laughs>
3: it's very smooth and creamy. am getting a lot more earth.
1: All right, let's try it with the Woodsford.
3: Oh yeah, and the leather pops in with that.
1: Sweetness. The leather, yep, the yeah. leather, absolutely. I said it goes getting a little bit more spice, but with the Woodford, it's it's toning the spice down. Really? Yep, a little bit. I feel like it bumped it up for me. That's funny. Mm-hmm. It really smoothed out the retro hail
2: Hundred percent. Yep. It significantly. Oh yeah. Changes the retro hail Yep.
1: And we talk a lot about that, too, on the show, about how important a pairing is with a cigar. I'd know? love
3: to see these aged in a whiskey barrel or a bottle. That would be awesome. So, the, the, uh I the, have me, the, and, me and Heather. The, instead
1: of the dog walker sampler, we do a dogma an, sampler
0: bottle? Yeah. Me and Heather have <laughs> and the uh, a the couple dogma of walker. Lanceros aging. <laughs> the dogma walker? <laughs> me and Heather have a couple of
3: Lanceros aging in our cabinet over there that we're going to smoke on the 4th of July. You know, really? Be Do year. you
1: have enough for us?
3: I said me and Heather <laughs> had a of <laughs> <Not>. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. We put them in on uh June fourth. So on July fourth will be a month. Yeah, That'll be nice. Yep,
1: yeah, a lot more creamy. Um you know, the, 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 oh, now that I've let it uh more creamy. It's more creamy. It's a, a lot smoother. <sighs> that that retrohale is so smooth though. So I think the the Woodford is definitely toning down the spice, making this retro hail a lot smoother. Yeah, this is this is really this, is, this is a fantastic.
3: And of course, the uh, the second one is still lit, which is a testament to the beautiful construction of the cigar. Yeah,
2: I'm kind of going back and forth a little bit yeah, just I'm to see go back and if and forth I now. see if there's mm-hmm. noticeable differences to me. Oh yeah, and there is. I yeah, mean, you it, know, the, it, so, some yeah. of it's a little subtle, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, just the it tastes more
3: refined. It's like a a refined dogma, mad dog.
1: <laughs> the, the, a... the flavors in general are a lot more pronounced, uh, specifically the, the, the leather and the spice um, and even the earth is a lot more pronounced in the aged dogma than in the 2021. Would you agree?
2: I would agree. I mean, I, I actually kind of get more spice off, like just spice forward on the new one. And the spice is still there on the aged one, but it's just a little more evened out. It's not as sharp.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But that was the idea because I've never really smoked them back-to-back like this, and I thought it'd be fun to do here. (laughs) No, this is great. This is a little different.
1: (laughs) Because we've done pipe tobaccos uh, side-by-side, both aged and new and i believe yeah, but every time we do cigars we do one first and then the other we've yeah we've we've done we've, done, we've done the aging process right but we've done one whole one and then we've done another one yeah. that, that the the time with uh, steve poirier from who was with lfd at the time was uh, good enough to bring in some aged uh, double harrow chisels um so we've done that but in terms of just side by side this is the first one for us so yeah this is this is great this is really great Mm-hmm. We were talking before the show too about uh, you know some of the challenges that uh, Nick, being a sales rep for Drew Estate, and again, all all sales reps <laughs> this year obviously are because of the shutdowns last year due to COVID and and uh, other things. Uh, it's and the fact that everyone <laughs> seems like everyone was coming to the store looking for cigars last year. It was a it was a ban a year for if you were in the cigar industry, it was a ban a year whether you were in the retail or the manufacturing. Unreal. Unreal. And it's just continuing on this year. So we you know, we talked a little bit about some of the challenges that uh you know Nick was facing as as a sales rep, you know, trying to meet demand and trying to meet, you know, uh, customers such as twins, what we're looking for and uh it's just obviously they can't produce enough. Trying to know.
2: make sure we get you enough undercrown tens for everybody. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> That's right. So, but again, you know, last year being what it is, um, I thought it'd be a good idea to kind of maybe reflect a little bit about not only the challenges, but you know, maybe we can discuss a little bit about what we're grateful for this year. And I, when I talked to Dave about this a couple of days ago, he goes, "It's not Thanksgiving yet, right? It's not Thanksgiving is when yeah. you go back yeah. and reflect." <laughs> but, but even more so, we are—believe it or not—we are at the halfway point. Of 2021, can you believe that? We're we're nearing the yes. end of June. Yes, I can. You can believe years it. just
3: fly freaking by. I know it flows oh, by, Davis.
1: This, this that, that's what I'm saying. Can you believe we're June. already talking about July next week? Next week we are in it's July, the seventh month of the year. Yeah. So I thought it might be a good idea, to just to uh, maybe talk a little bit about what we're most grateful for this year. Last year there really wasn't. I mean, you you had to look for some of the things that you were grateful for. Maybe you found you know, some solace or some things that you were grateful for, but maybe we can talk a little bit about what we're most grateful for right now, uh, given the fact that states are opening up, businesses are opening up. Um, we can go to restaurants, at least in this state, and I know other, in most yeah. other states, we can we can get around without having to wear a mask and having to be socially distant. And, you know, regardless of what your political beliefs or your beliefs are in general, you know, you know, Dave, what do you uh what are you most grateful for right now? I'm most
3: certainly grateful for not having to wear a mask. <laughs> Absolutely. I <laughs> like there's there's just not that was I won't get into my whole thing about it, but you know, the the masks for me were, were just uh were the biggest annoyance and uh the, uh, it's kind of funny like i think some people would probably be like oh not being able to go out i'm an introvert so to me none of that changed so <laughs> I, I go home and i play video games and you know i do watch movies and stream netflix and stuff and that's my everyday you know so to me it was that didn't change like everybody else you know who we went out and did stuff i'm like well there you go so to me that did that, that that had no bearing on it but the mass that was that was like the bearing yeah. going on for me. So yeah. I was I was already, you know, quarantining. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed for you then.
2: <laughs> what about you?
1: Well, I mean, my my gratefulness actually is on several levels. Um, I would say. You know, your I true. mean, first of all, I mean, I, I got I got a great girlfriend who, you know, we're best friends and, you know, we do a lot together. And uh, so I, w- I was so grateful to have her, you know, by my side through this, through the whole last year. You know, like I said, we, we didn't go out that much. And when we did, like Dave said, you had to go out and wear a mask. If you want to go shopping, you had to wear a mask if you want to go out for dinner, which didn't make a whole lot of sense. And, and maybe we can talk a bit about that, too, now that, you know, it's behind us. But, you know, when you, when you go into a restaurant, you have to wear a mask. The moment you sit down, you can take it off, you know. And, and you know, again, that's, that's what you had to deal with. Um, but I'll, I'm grateful for the fact that, you know, she was, you know, my partner. And, and you know, and through that whole year, and we were able to, you know, do things together. We were doing things together anyways. It just, we just were able to do more together um, by ourselves. But when you think about it, too, your loved ones. The ones that you know your family members, uh, not the ones that you maybe don't you don't see that often. And, and for me, it's it's my parents. I hadn't I hadn't seen either one of them since February of 2020, and then the first time I saw them was April of this past year for Easter. Wow. Yeah. And again, you know, we made we try to make accommodations to see each other. You know, maybe on an outdoor basis last year, but it became too hot during the summertime, and you know, they're in their mid to late 80s and i uh, just didn't just didn't feel right to you know put them through that just to be able to see them and then next thing you know you're in the fall and you know things come up um and so finally when things started to open up and they felt a lot more comfortable um i was able to see them with uh, with nicole uh, on easter so that's the longest i've ever gone in my life without seeing my parents and uh, it was great and i've actually seen them a couple of times this year and I plan to see them again this summer uh, just to just to hang out with them that's fantastic yeah yeah no I mean again it's it's the little things too when you think about it the little things that you took for granted yeah
3: now that you say that that's that's probably like one of the other things I'm really thankful for is you know at the beginning of last year right before COVID um, my dad passed um, and that left my mom alone for COVID so she had nobody you know, for almost a year. You know, we do drive bys or, or whatever or, you know, but now, you know, me and the kids we can go over and visit and I try to do it like every week. Uh take her out to lunch or, you know, or something like that. um so I'm so thankful that we're able to be more involved in her life now and that she can uh
1: you know, she's not alone. Yeah. You know. So yeah, yeah that's that's huge for me. Yeah. Yeah and that actually to kind of piggyback off that Dave too, is, uh, you know, Nicole's father, uh, was sick for a long period of time. And, uh, she was able to go down, uh, last year, but had to see him, you know, from a distance perspective on being outdoors, uh, with, with her sister and and other family members. Um, but this year, uh, a little over a month ago, um, he was pretty much going down, you know, Uh, and and was in in fear of passing away um, because he had a lot of medical problems. And that's when things were opening up. So she actually took a month. uh, It was really only supposed to be a a short, uh, like a long weekend, but she saw that he wasn't going to make it much longer. And so she made the decision to stay down there until the end. And it ended up becoming about a month that she was able to spend with her father together she actually slept in his room at in the, awesome. in the hospital with her sister, mm-hmm. with other family members. All of the family members were able to come in and say their goodbyes. He actually was, you know, cognizant and conscious to be able to see everyone actually did well for a while there before he actually passed away. But I, I'm grateful for the fact for her that she was able to do that and be able to do it the right way. Absolutely. So that's that's when i talk that's about phenomenal. my what, what i'm grateful for those those three things really to me stand out the most so what about you nick
2: you know mine's mine's actually very similar uh, my father caught covid in february right when this was starting to hit hard and just the paralyzing fear of i can't do anything about it yep I can't go out there, I can't get on a plane, I can't be there, even if I could get drive there, I couldn't see him, I couldn't get in, I couldn't yeah. be around anyone. So just the helplessness and, you know, I'm grateful that he pulled through it and is doing a lot better now. I mean, he had the, he had the brain fog for quite a while. He had all the symptoms. Somehow my mom didn't get it. Yeah. And they lived together, they in the same room and I don't know how she managed to not get it, but he did but either way it was just one of those things like just you know you don't know what you have until it's threatened and you know i'm grateful that i got to go out to colorado and work from colorado for a little bit and actually got to go to one of the avalanche games with my dad and nice you know one of the playoff games they when they started opening it up a little bit and you know my dad's friend had an extra ticket and he's like hey you're in town you want to go don't you i'm like (laughs) yeah yes yes i do <laughs> so, but it's it's stuff like that like the time spent like you know like you said your girlfriend was spending the time with her father that ultimately you're never going to get that back
1: right exactly and, you know
2: and if you don't get to do it then you're just going to have to live with that regret that you couldn't
1: yeah and
2: yeah. and it's something that you know having had close family pass away like my older brother and having had that it just gives you that perspective of you know you don't really sometimes we just neglect the people that are close to us all the time mm-hmm. and it really makes you appreciate the people around you and the you know to me i i appreciate the subject cuz to me i i i've heard you know my my wife just lost her father mm, due yeah. to covid complications in the va hospital yeah and just it's very it's been you know that's been very rough on her and very rough on us but it's still one of those things like it does make you appreciate the time you spend with
1: people more. Correct. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Well, how lucky
3: are we to be in a time where uh, we are, we at least have video conferencing, yep. you know, at our fingertips. Yep. You know, you know, that's, uh, that's something like, I actually just switched my mom over to, to the iPhone because we were all like really big Samsung family. And, uh, you know, um, i still am to the most part but you know i i wanted to make sure that my mom uh had the best experience so i got an iphone for myself and her and she was able to facetime with all of her family you know that she hadn't been able to see so uh that was uh that was a blessing so you know how awesome is it that we're in a time where something like that is you know we're at the jetson level almost except for the flying cars but you know well, but <laughs> and to that same extent like the the
2: hilarity of watching my wife Explain to her grandmother how to use FaceTime. Yeah, and she had an iPad and she didn't know how to use it. And we're talking to her on the phone, trying to explain something visual. Right. <laughs> and like, right. It, and you realize like the communication and language is so weird when you're trying to do that with someone that just does not understand what you're talking about. So it was just, it was hilarious and just, just endearing and sweet to hear her finally do it. And then the, the, the excitement and surprise when she could see my wife and myself on the little iPad and could talk to us and then realizing she can see herself and, Oh, I didn't do my hair and all that yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. Like that oh, filters that, and all yeah, that, yeah. that <laughs> just the, the realization that this is a real thing that we can do. And I mean, it was sci-fi yep. five years ago, yeah. 10 years exactly. ago. Like, yep. uh, well, I remember, yeah.
3: I remember an episode of the Jetsons where uh, Jane was calling one of her friends or like her mom or something like that. And it was early in the morning they had both just woke up, and you know um, you know so Jane ends the call and she and she puts down like this mask and her face is all disheveled and wrinkly and you know her hair's all over the place and she's like i wonder if she noticed that i was using my mask you know and then it flips over to like her friend or her mom's side she puts down her mask she's (laughs) all she's like i wonder if she noticed that i was using my mask and i thought it was kind of funny like that was like the envision of you know, solving one of the problems was having a filter, but it was it was a physical filter, yep. not like. But now we can just like you know swipe and do like a filter or something like that, so we don't look bad. But, but, I but think also, that's... I am not a cat. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a cat, right? Well, like, come that, on, that, <laughs> that I watched that, that, that
2: probably five times and laughed every harder each time. Yep. It's just it's so funny. Like that's it. <laughs> I am not a cat. New tech
1: problems. <laughs> it, well, it's funny because it it forced. People that like myself who don't normally use that type of technology, Skype, Zoom, mm-hmm. to to you know kind of buckle down and learn how to use it and and, and use it you know more consistently. You know we were, for the for last year in the beginning when this whole thing started, we were you know doing the show from different locations through Skype, and you know Dave you know had to take a you know like a master's course to try to figure out not only you know the the setup for the podcast to be able to you know stream through skype but you know making sure that it all flowed together and you know dave i don't know what we'd do without you man seriously it, it's you know it's thank god you're you're behind that well, well, I wouldn't and, be here and, and not me <laughs> <laughs> but uh but again you know then then you like you're talking to your parents and you're trying to help your parents set up you know through the zoom calls so you can at least see their faces mm-hmm. Um, but like I say, there's, there's nothing like actually being there with them, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, every Thursday I, I,
3: uh, I log into my mom's computer remotely and set up, uh, a, uh, a, uh, a call, a video call for a Bible study. Yeah. That's great. You know? dude. That's yeah. pretty awesome. That's awesome. So that's pretty cool. Yay. Yep. Zoom.
2: <laughs> and, you know that, and just the fact that that technology was available and ready at that time. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean,
3: yeah, instantly there were no, oh. like, webcams available anywhere right. or headsets, you know? <laughs> it's so funny, like, all the gamers of the world right now are ticked because all this <laughs> tech is that was readily available, you could just go to Walmart and pick up whatever, and now there's nothing,
1: you know? What, actually, what's funny, too, is that last year in the springtime, uh, when people were trying to figure out how they're going to spend their time, uh, you know, my, my girlfriend and I are big campers. And uh, we we camp every year. We usually go up to a campground up in the Arcadia section of Maine. Um, And so we usually go to, like, the store to try to maybe get some accessories or whatever. And I go into Dick's Sporting Goods, and I go into the camping area, and I see absolutely nothing. Everything was wiped out. And uh, even kayaks were gone. Mm -hmm. You know, forget tents, forget sleeping bags, forget grills, forget... You know, anything that has to do with camping, it was, and this is probably, I don't know, May, mm-hmm. you know, May or June at the latest. And it was uh, it was surreal when you go in there and, and and you go on the websites, you try to get, you know, uh, try to figure out if you can buy anything online, nothing. Everything is out of stock, back ordered, whatever. So you have to pretty much make, make do. And then you go to the, so we ended up going to the campgrounds. And we started in the campground we go to is, uh, you know, there's no reservations, first come, first serve, stay as little as long as you like, which is great. When you go in there, we usually go midweek to midweek. That way we're guaranteed a spot. And, you know, we had a hard time finding a good spot because everyone was there. And they t- the, 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 the campground that we were going to uh, was taking a lot more overage uh, customers because other campgrounds that were state run were closed. So, uh, but you see, you're seeing people like unbox tents that they just yep. got at LL uh, L. Bean or <laughs> or uh, Cabella or whatever, and try it's to, it's trying uh, to figure out to 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 figure how to put it together, or God forbid, they come at night and they're doing it in oh. the in the headlights. So it was hmm. uh, it was a fun time, but uh, yeah, no, it was uh, it's been a really strange year last year.
2: But I also, I mean, last year at one point. Just sick of being cooped up in the house. My wife and I for a weekend just went down to Providence and got a cheap hotel out there for literally nothing and walked around the town and it was a
0: ghost, ghost
1: town. town.
2: It was terrifying. Yeah. Because I've watched way too many zombie movies. <laughs> I know. It was just like I was <laughs> walking I'm around waiting, like, but like waiting for the people to just start <laughs> running at us or something. I'm going, This is absolutely insane. Yeah. It was creepy. The whole I, city that normally like you couldn't find a parking spot on a Friday night, yep. and it was absolute you could park anywhere you wanted to for free. it was unreal, yeah,
3: you know the one yeah. thing that I would thought would would people would open up more and what didn't happen was drive-ins because there's only two drive-ins within a reasonable driving distance mm-hmm. from here, and there's no more, there's still no more like why wouldn't I can't understand why people didn't capitalize on that because that is the perfect way to, like, have a social distance enjoyment, you know? So. Weren't they
2: doing a bunch of concerts at drive-ins? They too? were, yeah, yes. Uh, like Garth that. Brooks
1: was one. That's awesome. He had uh, it was actually in a, in a drive-in theater, and that's not too far from where we used to live, and uh, he had put on a, uh, a series of drive-in concerts. Uh, that's awesome. And, and they, they had sold out. Oh, I again, bet. again, people were just looking for anything to do yeah. to, to occupy their time. Yeah. So people had to think outside the box, and uh, but again, this look at look at this year. So we got you mentioned, you know, sporting goods. Sorry, sporting yeah. events are are going to be happening. Are happening now. Uh, concerts are going to be coming back full blown. Uh, you know, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Maine. Every everything is open. Yeah, now.
3: that was another sad thing. Is like we always taking my kids to see their first concert in 2020. Yeah. You know. And we couldn't. And then they rescheduled for this year, but it wasn't over yet, so they canceled this year, too. Yeah. So, you know, we just got the money back, but um, that stunk. What concert were you going to take them to? Dragon Force. Nice. Yeah, it was going to be awesome. But the cool thing was is that Dragon Force, because of this, their main guitarist, Herman Lee, and their other guitarist, uh, started a a Twitch stream and YouTube videos. And what they would do is they would... uh, you know, just do reaction videos to other stuff, or they would uh, pick a band and make fun of them and then write a song in their style, like, live, and just, like, pull it out of their butts. And, <laughs> and then uh, after they were finished writing the whole song, the next time they would stream, they would actually have a member from that band that they made fun of, and they would play or sing their part or the music and it was just like you were just seeing all this creativity, like even though they couldn't go out and couldn't do concerts it it I would have thought that was just such an awesome idea that they were still like doing you know, we're not stopping, yeah. you know, absolutely, yeah, it was so you know to think that that never would have happened, you know, but now he they're they're like thinking like, what should we do with all these songs that we created?' over the year we should come out with an album album called dragon farce <laughs> i like it right i like it That's so fun. i'm like i hope it happens because that'll be all <laughs> the be color, fun. All stuff they did to make fun of all these other you know all these other bands
2: uh that stuff's so much fun to do anyway <laughs> right
1: so what's our final thought on the actually i should call it the double pairing yeah. between the 2021 dogma and the aged with the woodford
2: I, th- I think there's great points about both of them yeah. i actually like the sharpness of the fresh one i like the pepper in the fresh one but i also like the refinement and the smoothness especially in the retro hell of the aged one mm. like it's just to me that it i think they're beautiful expressions both ways especially with the X-Really harrow in it and especially like the box press size with the airflow the draw on it is perfect so to me i I don't know. I'm I'm biased though. <laughs> well, really. I'll admit I'll admit a bias because I do love this cigar anyway. So mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I agree. I think the uh, the newness has you know, like I said, a little bit more of that that uh, that spice or pepper in, in it, and the the one definitely shows a little bit more flavor, a little bit more smoothness, specific, specifically on the retrohale. I think it's been a complementary pairing for both with the Woodford, the 724 Woodford. I think it's been a uh, just a great great. Uh, bourbon to have with this. all right dave i'm
3: happy you're just happy i'm happy it was good
1: all right well folks we're going to be right back we'll take a quick intermission and we will be back we're going to be smoking the gawith hogarth kendall gold so don't go far all right we're back and uh for the second half we're going to be smoking the gawith hogarth kendall gold uh it's made by gawith hogarth it's uh the blend is a virginia it's a traditional kendall blend that is comprised of bright Brazilian and Indian Virginia leaf cut into ribbons or a shag cut. There's no flavoring, so we're just going to let her up. Mm. Now, Dave, you've had this before, right? Yep.
3: It's like a very smooth Virginia to me. Mm. Stone fruits.
1: Oh, yeah. Nice fruit. Nice and smooth. Citrusy.
3: Citrusy, a little floral yeah. in the retro. Yeah,
1: a little, little bit of as you mentioned earlier, orange. Yep.
3: Yeah.
1: Orange. <laughs> orange.
3: No, no, no.
2: no. Orange. It's the tears of angels dripping off of a tangerine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And for those of you wondering what shag means, I'll show you here. This is a shag, so it's pretty much like a shag, baby. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Oh, it's like you just pulled it off the old rug. Mm. <laughs> it's like really fine ribbons. Mm-hmm. It makes it really easy to pack and really easy to light, really easy to smoke.
1: And we are continuing to pair it with the seven twenty four Woodford Reserve Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Yeah, baby.
2: Available at a fine, fine establishment, Twin Smoke Shop.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: What's our what's our retail price on this for the two ounces? Is it nine ninety nine? It's nine ninety
2: nine. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Unless of course you get there at seven twenty four.
1: Let me get up for nine ninety-nine. So (laughs) Kurt's going to be calling you. What are you talking about, Nick? (laughs) You (laughs) know. So Dave, what do you what do you think about the pairing?
3: Um, I think the the Woodford definitely makes this even sweeter. I, I would agree. Oh yeah, brings out more of those uh, angel tears on an orange. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nick, what do you think? Mm.
2: I I enjoy the aromatics of it, especially like it. It's not that sickly sweet cherry that people usually have, or you know, it's it's got this very, you know, bright
3: smoke to it. Yeah, it's very bright. It's definitely a really good morning blend. Mm. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I would absolutely think this would be a great morning smoke. Mhm. A nice bright mm-hmm. cup of coffee. Yep. Now, I used now here's a question for you, Dave. Mm. So, a while back yes. when I challenged you Yeah. to smoke the Chata Oak Connecticut broadleaf cigar with a black cup of coffee. Mm. Have you changed at least a little bit of your coffee?
3: I get it black. Or I get it with almond milk and like one sugar if I'm feeling a sweet tooth. Good for you, man. But that's it. Yeah. It's either black or, or that. But yeah. No,
1: no. You're just cutting out and the cream and sugar. And
3: typically, if I get nice coffee, it's definitely black. But if it's hot coffee, I usually get it with like almond milk and like one sugar or something. You drink coffee? Oh,
1: every day. Like it's going out of style. Uh, I every am day. coffee. <laughs> yeah, I, I,
3: I
2: love coffee. I, I could drink it pretty much at any time of the day, which is not necessarily good for my sleep patterns but it <laughs> it also it, it it also just really like i mean i just love the bitterness and it pairs with every cigar mm-hmm. perfectly yep i don't necessarily think it's coincidence that coffee grows in almost all the same regions as tobacco i think they they pair themselves perfectly yeah
1: no i agree and again i'm, I'm more of a black coffee drinker i drink black 99% of the time the only time I don't might be if I want to throw a little bit of coconut creamer in there just to, like I said Dave just because I maybe have a little bit of a sweet tooth but I'm going to be having a cigar with it and my my routine in the morning if I have a little bit of time uh, get up take the, my my dog out for, uh, for his little morning walk grab a cigar a little cup of coffee uh, come back sit in the back porch for a little bit just to unwind um, but it's going to be black cup of coffee with whatever cigar I'm smoking. I think yeah. that's the best thing. Like you said, Nick, that's the best combination. Does It goes well with just about every cigar out there.
2: It, it makes me feel for the people that don't like coffee because to me it's just such a great pairing that I'm like, I. if you don't like coffee, I'm like, I don't even know what to bring you in a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I, how do you take your coffee? I don't. Okay, I guess uh, what do you like? That is good. <laughs> that brings you joy.
1: Do you ever do you ever do you ever have a cigar with a glass of water?
2: I I, I drink water pretty much constantly. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, it's not like that's a, not necessarily a pairing. No, water is just it does does
3: keep your palate neutral.
1: Yeah, though. and that's yeah. Pri- that's pri- that's primarily why I drink it. If I going to, if I'm if I feel that I've had enough. Whatever it is, if it's food or maybe, you know, if I had a couple of cigars, I want to just kind of cleanse that palate. And I'll, I'll, I drink water throughout the day. I'm probably trying to drink anywhere from a half gallon to a gallon a day. Uh, if it's a good day, definitely a gallon, especially in the summertime where you have to hydrate yourself a little bit more. Um, in terms of summertime, though, I tend to drink a lot more iced coffee. But I can only drink it till about maybe 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning, and that's it for me. You can drink it all day. I know you drink it all day. No, I stopped. Oh, I only did? drink
3: it in the morning now.
1: That's oh, it. Did.
2: Yeah. I don't mess with iced coffee though, man. I really don't. No. To me, it's if I'm gonna do cold coffee, it's gonna be a cold brew, and even then, I'm probably gonna just warm it up.
3: <laughs> like just
2: brew, brew the, brew it in the French press overnight,
3: and then start it in the morning, heat it up. So our uh, one of our our frequent flyer customers, Oscar's here. Uh, what up, Oscar? Yeah, he, uh, he says, where does Drew Estate stand on pipe tobacco? Also, where can I? uh, uh procure drew estate pipe tobaccos
0: because uh so you know.
3: those we
2: stopped after the like we we right after they started going we did we started going great guns with it and it ended up uh being an issue with fda you know they were asking for so much money per blend to do it and at that point we hadn't even we'd I don't even know if we broke even on doing the suge pipes and the pipe tobaccos and all the stuff that we had done through that. Um, So as far as getting it, there's a lot of stores that randomly I'll run across a ten or two um, still just sitting in stock. Um, Not to promote one of your close competitors, but uh, Pleasant Smoke Shop in Malden definitely has some of the cherry. So pleasant smoke shop in Malden, Massachusetts. Really? They they had a they had a bunch of the tins of that one. Um, so I'll run across it randomly. You know, people that just you know, have, some people have it in the back room and don't even know what they have. I have some of it. <laughs> so mm. so you know, if you run into me, I might be able to, you know, fill up a pipe Talk or something. Brother but, up me and you stop know, being nasty. <laughs> Nick, I can't. <laughs>
1: How often do you smoke a pipe?
2: Um, not as often anymore as I used to. I, I started with pipe actually. I you didn't, did yeah, I didn't, I didn't start in, in cigars. I kind of came in, like everything I do in my life, I fall backwards. in backwards and yeah. <laughs> everything like <laughs> take the elevator to the wrong floor and then just, oh, I guess I live here now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I started off with a pipe and really got an appreciation for tobacco through smoking a pipe. Never really liked cigarettes much, um, but you know, to each their own, I don't want to shame somebody for smoking when i myself smoke that would be kind of short sighted to me yeah. but uh yeah and then i started to get into cigars because it's really just a lot less maintenance you don't have to clean it you, you can pretty much just let it go when you're done and <laughs> start up the next one if you want
1: yeah. i i mean i i you know will occasionally smoke a pipe but 99% of the time, it's going to be cigars. And I think it's just, like you say, it's just easier. Um, I go on you know, walks with my dog. I'll go, if I'm hiking, whatever, I'll bring a cigar. Mm-hmm. If I'm you know, outside doing yard work, I'll grab a, a cigar and just you know, kind of gnar on it. Uh, if, if I'm shoveling, if I'm mm-hmm. whatever. I'm, it just seems to be a lot easier for me. It, 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 I guess, and again, I've I, I, I got to force myself to smoke more pipes. I, so I really enjoy it when I'm on the show. And the few times that I do it outside of it, and uh, I just gotta just I alternate really,
3: you know, cigar pipe, cigar pipe, cigar pipe. Yeah. So see, and and honestly,
2: the show, this being on the show, the couple times I have been has gotten me to smoke it a bit more often than I used to. But it's also just one of those things I don't think about it as much because I have a humidor right there. (laughs) Like I could I could just grab that. The pipes Mm -hmm. have to take them out the stand, make sure they're dry. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So I'm going to use this time to talk a little bit about what's going on here at Twins. So we actually have what's going on, Paul. We actually have a couple of things to talk about tonight. So first, uh, we're going to be entering into our favorite month of the year, and yeah. that's July, yep. and that uh, that is our annual 724 month. Now this year we did something different. We actually started it June 1st cause why not? Cuz why not? You know, what, you know, what what a better way to to 24th year of business? Let's do things a little early. That's right. This year is going to be a, a, a little bit of a change up for everything. So, uh so between now and July 24th, if you come into Twins either in Londonderry or Hooksit and you yeah. buy a box of any 724 cigars, 20 count box, sorry, 20 count or higher. Well, actually it's only going to be 20 count. Yep. Actually 30 counts for the dog walkers. Um, You will be, you get one entry for the grand prize drawing, which will be done on July 24th from Mr. Kurt Kendall himself uh, for a, uh, it's three boxes of your choice of any 724 cigars, three 724 spirits, Mm -hmm. uh, and a $3,500 18 karat gold DuPont lighter, which is gorgeous and a beautiful beautiful table humidor Humidor. just absolutely gorgeous gorgeous, yeah Yeah. and the whole package is worth approximately five thousand dollars so the way it works is if you buy one box you get one entry if you buy two boxes you get five entries and if you buy three boxes you get ten entries yep and so that's good between now and saturday july twenty-fourth so come on in uh... see any tobacconist and we'll help you out and we are also...
3: Um, also, we're doing every four 724s that you buy, you get a fifth one free.
1: Correct, Dave. Yep. That's right. Every every. So if you aren't going to be buying a box, if you buy at least four 724 singles, you get one for free. Mm-hmm. And coming this September, because we didn't have it last year, yep. but we are going to have it this year, Yep. the uh, Smoking Blues Barbecue, 24th yes. annual. And so... It's going to be Saturday, September eighteenth. Everyone this year is a VIP. VIP. Yep. So the cost is two hundred and forty dollars, but for that you're going to get a bag of approximately twenty-four cigars. So right there you'll make up what you're paying for the ticket. Um, It's going to be food, catered barbecue. It's going to be live entertainment. There's going to be raffles. There's going to be games. Uh, you're going to be able to see everyone who works at Twins will be there. This is going to be an absolutely fantastic time. If you've come out before to the Blues Barbecue, you know how much fun it is this year. We're going to step it up a bit. And every ticket uh, will go into a drawing for what, Dave? $24,000. Yes. you have a chance of winning $24,000. And we also have a little bit of a kick, too. So there's a, about 25 or 26 vendors uh, that are listed uh, on our posters there. And if you buy a box of any one of our vendors, uh, supporting vendors there, uh, between now and the barbecue, you'll also get an additional ticket towards that potential grand prize of $24,000. Mm-hmm. dollars so So go in there
2: and buy some drew estate because i'm gonna be there that's right that's right
1: nick's going to be there he's going to have a a lot of different cigar celebrities and insiders and reps and just going to be a great great time so uh and we're going to be limiting it to i think anywhere from 200 to 250 i think for tickets so don't wait it's going to sell out pretty quickly Mm -hmm. um if you can't make it into the stores just call us up and we'll be able to take your order over the phone um but it's going to be a, an absolutely fantastic day. It, it, every time I've, I've been to several of them yep. since I started working here. Also, to phenomenal. win
3: that $24,000, you will have to be there in person. You have to be there in person. You have to be there in person. Yeah,
1: you have to be there in person. Yeah, you in person. you yeah. just can't exit early. You have to be there to win. Yep. So, um, Anyway. Yeah. So I have a fun question to ask you. Maybe not a fun question, but I have a question <laughs> to ask you guys. Since... Is this We're, the would you rather? No, it, it's before should, the would you rather. Today. Okay. 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 And well, I, I'm feeling Just the, clarifying. Because now that people can get out there and travel a little bit more, you know, freely than what they could last year, no. if you could travel to one destination anywhere on Earth, where would you go? Nick.
2: Ooh. Man, there's so many answers to this, and I don't know what the right one is, but... <laughs> off the dome the one that you can say on the show (laughs) (laughs) hey 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 now (laughs) um (laughs) off the top of my head honestly i had a blast when i went to australia and i would i would go to sydney in a heartbeat really yeah absolutely so much fun
1: you've been there before yeah yeah what what uh i've never i've never been i've I'll be honest with you it's really not on my short list of places to go but it was just one of the most awesome places i've ever been in my did life did you fight a kangaroo
2: i did not <laughs> fight any kangaroos i did eat some though Ooh. really yeah. not the best no. not the best no, the best. emu was better the emu was better any snake did not did not eat the snakes didn't but i did see a lot of them and a lot of spiders and really? those things should have energy bars they are like they're <laughs> they, are, they yeah. are like out if you are arachnophobic stay just stay out of australia it's they're they're serious yeah one of my friends out there she had a cat that would fight the spiders really like literally fight the spiders and i'm like this is unbelievable
1: <laughs> this is
0: unbelievable <laughs>
1: did you ever go to the great barrier reef
2: i did not i did not um mostly because that was uh there was a lot of the tourism was messing up the Great barrier reef okay and so we i didn't do that and i also I, when i was out there i was supposed to play bass on a new zealand gangster rap record but i couldn't get the flight over to new zealand because oh, it was almost man. as much as my flight to australia was so i was like yeah i, I can't justify that <laughs> but i wanted it and then i'm like man i would have to come up with a pseudonym because i don't know that i want my name
0: attached to this <laughs> <laughs>
1: i got gonna hear you play bass sometime, man. You 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 know you it's you made fun. that known to us a couple of years ago, and I'm like, <laughs> that's awesome. You know, I used to play guitar when I was a kid, and I I appreciate you know anyone who who gets out there. You know, and
2: I was gonna say I'm probably not as good as Brie because I've seen her play, and she she can wail on that thing. I've so. heard her
1: sing. I've never I've seen a video of her play. She can play. wail on Can't it. Can she really? Yeah. Oh god, yeah, I gotta. She's, I to, she's when, damn good when she's you out there playing. You
3: watch any can... any YouTube videos on basses and stuff like that?
2: Um, I've. I've tried to like during quarantine when I get bored I try to follow along with some of that stuff. But honestly, I my technique is so bad that it's just my own. Like, <laughs> even when I was so taking, you're like Primus. Even when I was even when I was taking lessons. <laughs> less
1: play pool. <laughs>
2: less play pool. Even when I was taking lessons, they're like, "Yeah, you do things so weird. Like I just don't even know if I can correct that or if it's even worth trying to correct what you do because it seems to be working for you." So <laughs> just do what you do and. As long as it makes the noises you want, it'll work.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Dave? Yeah.
3: You know, um, what was the question? Oh, yeah, where do I want to go? Where do you want to go? Oh uh, geez. You know, I, I never go anywhere, so it's, a, it's a whole list. Um, you know, if I could go anywhere, I I, I really want to go to the Galaxy's Edge star wars exhibit i would love to freaking see that where is that florida probably yeah but if we're talking like i don't know i'd love to go spelunking in
1: australia what is spelunking
3: that's cave diving
1: cave diving yeah going to caves and just dive right into them
3: well you know there's like (laughs) there's like whole caverns (laughs) of of pure quartz where the sun comes in and the whole place is like a rainbow like literally, like you can just see colors everywhere. It's it's crazy, and then there's whole caverns of, that are like you know like solid gold, and like places like that exist that are just
1: like eerily and spooky and stuff like that. So when you say diving though, I mean, are you like that's what they call it? They okay, you just you just you're just going into a cave. Yeah. You're yeah. not like attached to a tether, and they well sometimes you yeah sometimes so out, they they will lower you, you in through yeah. a tether to to these caves. Well, to...
3: there's no. Wheel. Usually, you just go with a guy, but you have to like do everything yourself, and um, you know descent and stuff like that. But it's a, it's a lot of fun. So I, or at least I imagine, it's a lot of fun. I've never done it, so. But yeah, yeah. spelunking.
0: That's like spelunking, that. huh?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have to say, if I could go anywhere on Earth right now, uh, we've been to Italy through the coastline. Uh, we went to Rome. We went to Naples. We did the Amalfi Coast. And we went up and did the Cinque Terre. Uh, this is during this is on a cruise that we were on, so we didn't get a chance to spend a whole lot of time in each place. But one place that I always wanted to get back to, a go to, and it's on definitely on our 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 list of places to go is uh, the Tuscany region of Italy. Um, because if you, it, it's a it's a whole different way. It's, it's it's pastures, it's greens, it's it's you got the if you go down to the. Uh, 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 chianti region where they've got the vineyards and all that and these these wonderful little villas that you know you can see just you know the, the 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 fields stretch for miles it's just a beautiful beautiful part of the country and the other thing too is you know my girlfriend is is in the midst of, she doesn't know where she is in this this whole process but she's trying to get her italian citizenship okay yeah so she's got relatives her her, her mother on her mother's side her grandparents are from Italy. So she qualifies to become an Italian citizen. She had to go through a a big process to, to prove everything. And, uh, she submitted it to the consulate just before COVID hit. So there's no way to check in terms of where she is in the process. So she, it could be a matter of months could be just a year could be two years who so knows you
2: do dual citizenship or yeah she'll be she be, just, du- okay. she'll be du-
1: uh, she would be dual uh citizens yeah Fantastic. citizenship so she would still maintain her her uh us citizenship but she would just have the italian citizenship so that does provide a lot of perks for her so obviously she can travel no problem and again given the fact of me if we ever get married which we will but uh then i, I we have i have to learn how to speak italian so, uh, in order for me to become an Italian citizen, better joke,
3: download that app, man.
1: Yeah, I will have to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I will have well, to.
2: Which one? There's like 80. Of them. I know. I know. <laughs> um, actually, I've heard that uh, one of the free resources, if you have an iPhone, is uh, if you go to iTunes, they have an education section that has a lot of language platforms for free, a lot of a lot of educational stuff in there for free. So, some to check out if you want to not spend an arm and a leg on an app that may or may not work.
1: Yeah. No, I definitely will yeah. check that out. Yeah, that'll come in handy probably sooner than later. Right. <laughs> you never know. For she's sure. waiting you may she may get that letter any day, you know, saying that she's been citizen. She's a citizen of Italy. So
3: does that mean you're gonna move to Italy? No. No oh. well, I mean
1: it, it certainly down the road opens that up. Not mm-hmm. saying we would, but it certainly gives us an option but to do could. that. You could. Mm-hmm. And you never know what happens, you know. Or oh, have two homes. Yeah. Two homes, yeah. You never know, Dave. You never know what the future holds.
3: Mm. Not just blowing smoke in Italy. That's a, that sounds like a good episode.
1: So you want to do a would you rather?
3: Yeah. You all. Yeah.
1: All right.
2: Have a would you rather, huh? I
1: actually have two would you rathers. All right. Would you rather have your flight delayed by eight hours or lose your luggage?
3: Well, that's kind of easy. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on where Think about I'm it going, it, Dave. but nine times out of ten, I'd rather have it delayed by eight hours. <laughs>
1: I don't want to lose my stuff. Eight hours in an airport, Dave, is a long time.
3: Nah,
2: whatever. Yeah, but most airports are near a city, and you can just get out the airport if you've got eight hours. You can go find something to Party. do
0: <laughs> quickly.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could. You'll have six hours to do it. You just have to be back in the airport in time to get through that security line. So. <laughs> You know, to me, I'd I'd probably
3: take the delay mm-hmm. just because it's such a pain to lose luggage.
1: Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I know that very well.
3: Plus, having to wear the same clothes for, like, multiple days in a row, possibly, you know? Eh. Or worst if, things, what if you lost it, lost it. You like, never wor- get it back. Worst you know? things have happened to all of us. Yeah. I mean,
2: <laughs> wearing the same clothes for a couple days, eh.
1: So you're saying the eight hours is way to go?
2: it depends if it's and so there's there's too many dependings to just say definitively because it's like you know eight hours in certain airports sounds like hell to me but LAX right yeah. I mean eight hours by the time you get out of LAX you have to go right back in because it feels like that um I don't know to me Maguardia. like if it's yeah if it's if it's like what was the one Las Vegas last in July. Of... I would rather just lose my luggage coming back from there and just go home and be home, whatever. Don't need it. But if it's like you know, some place that, like, if I was stuck in Boston, I could find something to do for eight hours pretty oh, yeah. quick and get back to the airport. Yeah.
3: What was that? What was that airport on the uh, our, our uh, conspiracy episode? Oh, DIA. Denver. Yeah. Denver. That's that's. That'd I used to work a... there
1: did you do did? You really
3: yeah. oh my gosh no way what was the weirdest thing that happened oh <laughs> he's gotta pick one this is awesome we should have had you on that like show there, i wish we, we
0: knew
2: there, there's a there's a lot of reasons that the conspiracy theories abound there there's a lot
1: of, <laughs> lucifer the, the lucifer
2: is my favorite it actually killed the man that made it
1: yes we know about that
2: that that was uh i love that thing <laughs> i do it's like, you know, everywhere else you have these smiling faces. You fly into New Orleans and you have Louis Armstrong smiling at you. You fly into Dallas-Fort Worth. You have John Wayne like, hey. You go to Denver, it's like, here's a big blue horse with big balls.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> like glows <laughs> with red eyes. With glowing red, red eyes in the dark. Like <laughs> really, just such a weird image to just go into. <laughs> <from the airport. laughs>
3: so I love it. They call him Lucifer. <laughs> yeah, yep. So I was reading on there that the guy, uh, the, the the manager, actually had people like dress up in lizard costumes and and like run around like just out of sight, so people would like just photograph like actual lizard men there and so that st- like that's awesome like they feed into it and well, I mean, it's, that's, it's like, under
2: construction thing. right now and they have signs going up there like under construction or making new tunnels for the lizard people <laughs> like, yeah, they, they just they go full on into it that's awesome they, they they don't they don't pull any punches with it it's super funny that's
3: that's beautiful
1: so David you eight hours or are you losing your luggage
3: oh I am I'm definitely eight hours I want to go have some fun yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Yep. Yeah. I would say eight hours for me, because I, you know, we were coming back from Italy, like five, six years ago, and and we went through Amsterdam. Instead of flying directly back to Boston, we flew into Amsterdam, and then we uh, took a flight back to Boston, and, and that's where we lost our luggage. And our luggage was not found. Well, actually, it was. It it came back in two pieces. The first one, <laughs> which which had all our wine, nice and tightly packed in there was completely destroyed it looked like someone had ran it over you know and so that was all gone and then on the 90th day the remaining bag showed up at our door so it was uh yeah it was They probably
3: uh... took a bottle first and then smashed the rest <laughs> <laughs> you know this sucks
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, yeah, I would definitely say the eight hours would not be a problem. Uh, I don't want to go through that lost luggage if I can help it ever again. I have another would you rather. All right. And, Dave, this probably is more towards, towards you. Mm. And maybe Nick. I don't know. Would you rather always have a full phone battery or a full gas tank? Wow. Gas tank. <laughs>
3: Hello. Really? <laughs> yeah.
1: versus a full phone battery
0: yeah yeah yeah
3: yeah i would i'd I'd rather be able to get home and get to where i'm going than, than uh you know have a a full phone battery you can always charge it to whatever you know at some point you can always buy a backup battery too those are cheap
2: (laughs) filling my tank with gas oh do i can always use my tablet for my job gas yeah 100 yeah. and especially <laughs> and specifically now since gas pricing is
1: going up and up and up yeah. yes yeah yeah i would agree i would say the full tank of gas is the way i'd go because i'm again i'm not a really phone i'm not a big you know me i'm not a big phone person so who cares if it's 20 percent, 10 percent? my
3: now. phone almost always is because i
1: have it i have a wireless charger that's like on
3: next to my bed and like nine times out of 10, I'll knock it off while I'm sleeping. <laughs> so I wake up and it's at like 20%. I'm like, oh, it'll last. So it'll go. It'll go. go. It's, <laughs> hardly ever, it'll play. it's hardly ever at like 100% or whatever. So,
1: so what's our final thought on the Kendall Gold by <sighs> Gawith Fogart? I ran out. You ran out? I, I pretty I really much ran out it. too.
2: Yeah, I ran out a while ago. I. Yeah. Jones back to the dogma because shag
1: to... burns fast, people. Yeah. Yes, I, I would agree. It does it definitely burns fast. It was a very uh, flavorful, nice uh fruit forward tobacco, uh, nice little retrohale, a little bit of spice too. your tangerine baby. Cheers.
3: Angel Cheer. Tangerine. Tangerine.
1: And I thought it went very, very well with the seven twenty four Woodford.
0: I yes, thought, it was, it, a, I thought it was another great so, uh, complimentary pairing.
3: Very good, beautiful pairing. Yeah. Oh, we got a meme here. We have a meme here for the week. We should do that. Yeah, let's show that to you. Let's, let's show the meme here. So, do we it. now? Oh, yes, we do. we <laughs> will go here. We'll put this... There we go. here we go. So, here we go. So, uh... so, it says, Age 12. Fell off bike at high speed on gravel road. Road home five miles. Age 50, used the wrong pillow and was non-functional for two days. <laughs> I'm not even 50, and this is fact. Is, so at 45, it's fact. So That is
2: pretty damn accurate. At age 55, <laughs> it's
1: fact. <laughs> Big time.
2: I, I'm with you, man. I'm not even 50, and I... I've definitely lived that life, so Yeah, you wake up
3: and your neck's all like screwed up and you're like, What the heck did I do? You know, <laughs> and you're like walking around like this for the next week, you know. And it's all it stinks, I hate it. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would agree, Dave. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So uh next week we're actually gonna be starting can you believe it? July. And as we talked about before, July is 724 month, so we're going to be starting off with we're going to be doing the next four weeks, sorry, the next four episodes, we're going to be doing a different 724 cigar, and next Friday, which will be our last Friday show, Dave. Yeah, baby. Yes, baby. We're going to be doing the 724 WK Toro. Um, I don't know what we'll be pairing with it, but Pastor will be back next week, and then the 5th of july we'll be doing starting we'll be doing it on mondays and we'll be doing it from mondays from that point onward so thanks very much for coming out tonight thanks yeah. dave for being uh, for doing all that you do nick, nick thank, yep, you thank you thank so you much for coming in today and, and giving us these two wonderful cigars <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep. we really coming appreciate in it random yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, we appreciate it man this has been i a, I'll a take great a random treat. dogma anytime I'm kidding. All <laughs> all right <laughs> so thanks everyone for uh, joining us tonight and uh We'll see you next week. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke.
0: You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thanks for listening, everybody, and that is not just blowing smoke.